Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. What's up, everyone? It's Tori. And Anissa. And this is MTV's official challenge podcast. This week on the podcast, we have the incredible Sophia Pesky. Yes, we talked to her about her life changes she has made since going on All Stars, her confrontation with Ayana, and what reality TV show she would be on if she wasn't on the challenge. It's an epic interview, so make sure you guys listen to it. Make sure you guys listen to it. You're already listening. Her original show was Road Rules The Quest. She was on two seasons of The Challenge, Battle of the Sexes 2, and most recently we know her best for All Stars 2. Please welcome Sophia Paskey. Woo! Hey. Nice to be here. Thanks. Hello, everybody. Hi, Sophia. Hey, Anissa. How are you? I'm good. How have you been? Good. It's good to see you. You know, I was thinking about you the other day because I, I went back to New Orleans uh, this past oh, weekend, oh, to God, no. and that was when the first time we met. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could say that we met. Yeah, you could say that we met then. Uh oh. Yeah. What's the story? <laughs> What's the backstory? <laughs> we, le- we left Blair. It was me. Wait, who was it? Me, you, Blair. Uh, the, with the blonde hair. Uh, Carrie. She, yes, Carrie. It was Blair, Steve, myself, uh, you, Carrie, and I think there was somebody else. I think it was Blair's. Uh, Blair's buddy Josh. It was a bunch of people. Yeah, <laughs> and we just hit Bourbon Street up. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't drink then though, but I almost got thrown up on. Oh God! And we lost Blair. I think he was asleep at a club, like at a bar. Yeah, we didn't get him till the next day, and then yeah, Sophie and I had a sleepover. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Okay. It was wild times. Oh, and I, I have that picture. You gave me a picture, and I gave you a picture. I still have it. I came across it. I was cleaning out my mm-hmm. stuff, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this. And I'm like, we were oh, just babies. Oh, you got that. <laughs> yeah. flashbacks. I love it. Yeah. So what have you been doing since you got back from All Stars 2? Uh, to be honest with you, it, it's going to sound kind of crazy. Just a lot of uh, lot of growing and evolving. Uh, something happened in All Star 2 that just shifted my whole entire life. And, like, I'm such in a really good place. So I'm just following suit, really? having my life catch up with what who I am now. 
So wow. it's been pretty dope. It's been, uh, I feel like I'm blossoming, I suppose. I'm like a late bloomer. I'm like a 40-year-old virgin. It took me this long <laughs> to get to where I'm at. It's okay. <laughs> I totally support that. Yeah. Wow. I, we I, don't get a lot of that as an answer of like, so what have you been up to? People are like, you know, taking care of the kids, taking out the trash. Right. You're like, no, I just, something life-changing happens. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's kind of one of those things. You, you can't prepare for things like that. You just got to roll with it when it happens. It's a blessing and it leads you to, you know, it led me here. So, and this is pretty fly. Who knew I'd be here? So can we know about this life-changing thing or is it too personal to discuss? Well, you know, when everything went down, there's a kind of different levels to it. So for a long time, I was going through life like, you know, you never really understand what you get when you're in it, especially when you're in it. So I was so young when I started Road Rules and the ch and I did the challenge. I literally didn't anticipate being on the show at all. And the, the fact that I got on, that's a whirlwind. The fact that I'm talking about things that I never talked about, that was a whirlwind. And then here on the show, you know, they're pushing this storyline about being gay. And I I wasn't even sure what that meant. So I kind of shied away from it. And I always regretted it because it's like, man, I could have helped so many people if I just got it together and understood what was happening. So, but you know, you can't regret, if you, if you are who you are at the moment, you can't be mad about it because it was your true self at the time. You just do something better when you know better, you know? So mm -hmm. I always wish I had another chance to do something with this this thing that was given to me, you know? So when, and even on the challenge, I was really excited to do it because I knew at the time I wasn't really a very big personality. So I would only have one shot at the challenge. They, they wouldn't ask me back. And that's exactly what happened. So when I went to Battle of Sexes, I'm like, this is my one shot to make it to the end and I got to do something with it. And fortunate for me, I did make it to the end, though I lost, but I was proud of myself to put that in my mind and actually get there. So after that challenge, and I never got a chance to go about it, I had to first let go of this and stop being angry about not getting another opportunity and move forward in my life. So as things were unfolding and I was getting, you know, you make choices, you make bad choices, good relationships, bad relationships, you fall into old patterns. Like I had this idea, like I never want a relationship like my parents and you always end up in the things that you never want. So I was in a relationship that was like my parents. And then at the end of it, I was just not in a good place. I drank too much. I was miserable. I left it. And it took about three years for me to pull my, excuse the expression, pull my head out of my own ass to start mm -hmm. doing something. And you know, when you get tired of listening to yourself and saying the same shit and doing the same things and just over it, but you can't stop it. It's like a spiral that you can't get out of. And I woke mm -hmm. up one day and was like, I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be this anymore. I want to be somebody different. I want to be, uh, I don't know. I just want to shed. And then I started doing all this work and understanding why I'm doing the things I did. And it started unfolding. And then when the pandemic, oh, it actually started when um, I, uh, I had quit my job of 20 years because I was just tired of being overlooked and underappreciated after hard work. Oh my, this is a long-winded mm -hmm. answer. You're going to find out I'm hey. like an old ass man. <laughs> no, just, um, I mean, we're going to get there though. We're following yeah. you. All right, let me fast forward. Pretty much I did on this, all this un work to uncover and get to the root of who I am and then just heal all these old childhood traumas because that little girl inside you is always going to run your life. So yeah, I got to Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I went through all that. All of a sudden I get this chance to be on this challenge. I'm like, holy shit, this is my second chance. And that's a big deal. You never really get that. I get on the challenge. And then I had all these things that I didn't release 
and I've been wanting to release before getting on the challenge, but it showed its face on camera, mm. of course. Mm. So when it came, when it happened on camera, I had two options, either to just push it back and then hold my ground or just be true to myself because in the end, this is my life and I needed this. So I just mm -hmm. let it ride and that was that. And that was my time. I came back home, was like, then I, I blew it again, you know? <laughs> I could have made it, I could have made it, I could have done and proved a lot of things that I wanted for myself, but I allowed my, to deal with this emotion. But honestly, I think it was a gift and that's exactly what I needed from it. Cause when I left that challenge, I felt, you know, this was exactly what I was supposed to be here for. And that I can't keep thinking like, this is my only opportunity, there'll be others. So I had, I started living my life in the idea of abundance and not lack. So everything is possible and everything is, will be. And whatever's gonna happen for me is gonna be happen for me. And when it is, it's gonna be the right time. I'm gonna get that shit. <laughs> so yes. I'm yes. so hyped. <laughs> Oh, so, I love yeah. that. We want to take some of that energy. I'm going to slap it on my back right now because I need some of it. A little back slap. Oh, yeah. Some of it, too. A little back slap. We need, For real. We need back slaps of positivity. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. And growth. So it's so interesting that you go through, like, I went through something very similar. I, ha I got a life coach after being on reality TV, and then you go through all this, like, you know, childhood stuff all the way up till now. But it's really interesting that you you have, you've gone through this experience of going through your past uncovering this stuff and then you get a call to go back on yeah, and then you yeah. kind of like re-meet this like same thing that you've been struggling with and now that you have this mentality and this this energy shift have you what changes have you made in your life since being home have you moved have you you said you quit your job yeah well I've taken the time for the opportunities for being on these challenges being alternates I've saved all this money and I you know put my rent away for a year and a half and put myself in a place where I don't have to rush into anything. I'm taking my time and making the right choices, because I feel I was Good. I was surviving life all this time, and this gave me the opportunity mm. to finally live my life, and wow. I wanted to keep it going. Mm -hmm. And it only will keep it going if I make the righteous choices, and the righteous choices are whatever feels good to me. And so I'm taking oh. my time with all that. If, amen, <laughs> Sophia. Yes, <laughs> all of that shit. That's how it should be. Like yeah. You take the opportunity. You take the good things from it and the bad stuff. Yeah. And then you do what you will with the experience. Yeah. You, you even know, look at you, Anissa. You freaking graduated college, dude, and you put yourself through it. And you went through the turmoil of those challenges. That's some beast stuff, man. It's pretty mm, impressive you what you've much. done. It's pretty fucking Thanks. impressive. <laughs> mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. But also, I think what's impressive is that we were on TV at a time that I don't know if it wasn't accepting of who we were. I mean, it definitely challenged yeah. who you were. I mean, you're a woman of color. Well, you're a woman. You're a woman of color. And then you are a gay woman of color. So it's like, how do you navigate that space? Like, was it difficult for you on your first show? I know you kind of got into it. Yeah. A little bit. Um, and then moving forward, how how was it? Because I feel like it's a constant coming out, especially when there yeah. are other ones. Yeah. Uh... How was it for me after the show? It was uh, it was the first time, it was pretty interesting because it was the first time I got to be in my own skin without anybody having to do anything, figuring out who I was. So, and it, it's constantly, I feel like I'm doing that all the time as I, I shift up. It's like you let go of these old, old things of yourself and find out what this new thing of you is and what that feels like and that looks like. So I feel like I'm, like you said, constantly coming out, coming out again. After All Stars 2, I'm, I came out to myself this time. First time around, I came out to the world in my sexuality. 
second time around on the show, I came out to myself and stepping into my own power. And that's the wow. gift that All Star 2 gave me. And now I'm I'm okay to be who I am and, and show myself. And I'm okay to not be t- received well or liked because it's not about that. It's just about being who I am. And if you don't get it, mm. then, you know, no harm, no foul. I just don't be around me, you know? So... Yeah, just, that made me fucking emotional. Oh, and she's crying. Yeah, I'm like a whole fucking. Well, coming out to yourself is a big. It's easy to be like, this is who I am. But then when you have to come out to yourself, like, you really got to sit with that. Yeah. It's, you it's, know, that's like the real confirmation. You could say whatever you want to other people. We wear a mask for other people all the time. It's like when you got to take it off and just be. Yeah. That's a big thing. That's a lot. That's heavy. Yeah. So I just felt that. That was a big one. It, that's why it was also weird for me. I'm fine now. I'm fine. Oh, I'm sorry. Though. I just, no, don't apologize. I just felt moved. Oh, moment. thank you. <laughs> yeah. I like making girls cry, it seems. <laughs> that's my thing. Oh, goodness. <laughs> first time for everything with yeah, us. Yeah. Now the truth time. is coming out. Expose on Sophia. <laughs> I think I made you cry the first time, but it doesn't matter. It's okay. <laughs> no worries. Now we're even. Uh, <laughs> um, that's, yeah, you know how, talking about the faces and the mask, you know, that was something that was really, really hard for me after the show on Sea Star 2 just to seeing how people interact after I saw what they were doing to each other. It was just, and just afterwards being like, oh, lovey, lovey. It was just so weird to me. I don't know. It's very weird. And it was kind of like, because I don't, I don't have the energy to be anything else, but who I am. And even if it comes off like a bitch or whatever, it's the truth because it's just what it is. So when I see people turning on, it's just, it was hard for me to understand that and comprehend that. And I had to learn to separate myself from that and be like, this is not for me to understand, but it's for me to choose how mm-hmm. to engage and disengage from. Mm-hmm. And 100%. So when I started doing it that way, I didn't really feel, it didn't really affect me as much because, you know, I get, I come at you 100% and I feel like you're doing the same. Then I'm finding out that it was just, it was false. Mm-hmm. And that was hard for me. But, yeah. uh, I understand that's how it is. I'm not naive and, and blind about it. Just because I'm coming right. correct 100% doesn't mean you necessarily are. And it is what it is. And I don't shame anybody about it. Everybody's got their reason for what they do and what they do. But it's not my business to figure that out. It's just to see what I'm going to, what I decide to allow in, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's stepping into my power. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So you learned all these great things on All Stars too. I know that you were with us all-stars one mm-hmm. hanging out as an alternate do you think being on all-stars one would have affected you differently going into all-stars two do you think maybe you, you missed out on like not missed out but i i guess gaining that knowledge because the if you watched the first season it was a little bit more heartfelt yeah and a little bit more like accepting and and honest yeah I think I would have I would have totally loved All Star One and would have totally uh, just felt more comfortable in it in my skin at the time there. But I think it would have been this version of myself that I I think everything happened for exactly what it should be, because although Mm -hmm. I didn't make the first one and I would have loved to be with everybody, I got a chance to be an alternate with these people that I've never met before. And I didn't know, mm-hmm. and at the time I didn't, haven't been following the challenges. So I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot about Kahuta and everything, all the things that they went through. And I understood mm-hmm. what I was getting myself back into. So it kind of was like it greased the passage and realized, holy shit, I really got to 
this is not a joke. I really got to step my game up. I went, the minute I came home from Argentina, I started running and training and wow. getting back into my body because I'm like, I got to show up. I can't just show. I just got to show up. It's like, if you're yeah. going to do something, mm-hmm. I'm going to do something right. And I wasn't, if I went into the first one, I wasn't coming in there right. I was just coming in there like, all right, give me what you got. Let's see what I can do, you know? <laughs> but totally. second time I came in was like, all right, the way that I trained for the second to be on All Stars 2 was like, I don't know what I'm looking for, but I don't want to, op- I don't want anything to happen where I say I can't do it because I'm not ready. So right. all I did was get mm. myself ready. So whatever came, I could do it. I don't want to be like, oh, I can't swim. I can't do this because I can't swim. I want to take that out of the equation. I want to take all my cans out of the equation so I can just do it and be from that point on. That's so powerful. That's the only way you could. I need to take that. I'm going to go. I'm going to. Tori's going to finish this up. I'm going to go can <laughs> outside. <Yeah. laughs> I'm going to I can outside. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So <laughs> after that initial um, like all stars one call, did you say yes immediately or was there oh, a little yeah. bit of hesitation there? Yeah, Almost definitely. I'm like, I'm an athlete. I'm a competitor. So I love yeah. that stuff. After every yeah. challenge on All Stars 2, I was so hyped because I couldn't believe, like, I did that. I got to do this. Yeah. I get to, I climbed yeah. up a pyramid. That's some shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I get really excited about it. And I, I don't think about what I'm competing. I just love the fact I'm doing it. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Well, you mentioned that you, um, you've you been training more. So, like, what does your training look like? What kind of workouts are you doing? Well, for All-Stars 2, it was the first time I, tr- I started CrossFit. But it was really Ooh. cool. It, but it was, like a, it was like a CrossFit strengthening condition. I found this guy, Omar, and he trains by the pier. And when I tell you if he felt like my homeboy and I told all I said to him is like, look, I feel this way, but I don't I, w- I want to look like how I feel. I want to get my mic mm. back. And so he helped me get mighty and I felt solid within myself. Oh, and mighty. that was it was a really beautiful gift he gave me. 
And ever since then, I've just been building on top of that. And I've never felt more stronger and solid in my life. And when I did the elimination, I was like, holy shit, I'm fast. Who knew? <laughs> you know? uh-huh. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I was like, go ahead, Omar. You got me. <laughs> so, yeah. Speaking of that elimination with the fireballs. Yeah. I mean, like what was it? obviously like you said, you wanted to go into it prepared for anything. It's not exactly something you can necessarily prepare for. You're not going to like light nah. something on fire and carry it. But what was it like doing that? And was it scary? Have you played tic-tac-toe since? Is the game ruined for you? Well, mm-hmm. there's a couple of the things. Some things are funny. One, I, I'm not a big fan of tic-tac-toe. So when I saw tic-tac-toe, I was like, ah, I fucking hate this uh. game. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, all right, so whatever. I didn't train for this. <laughs> you know? Why was I running? And, um, Sophia's Instagram bio, not a fan of tic-tac-toe. No, exactly. No. <laughs> yeah. no. On to the challenge, to the elimination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I thought I started laughing because I I looked up at the universe. I'm like, you're a funny guy because mm. uh, one, you know, <laughs> I'm like, you know that I don't care for tic-tac-toe. And two, I, I, I um, my friends used to call me Sophia. I came on the wow. challenge. I was like, yeah, Sophia is going to come rip shit up. And then all of a sudden I'm in el- elimination with fireballs. I'm like, Sophia, come on now. I can't with you. And the fact that I was going against Jody was... Um, was it nerve wracking, uh, but yeah. I'm glad I made that choice for sure. Uh, but I, I lost before I even got in that arena. In my mind, I was already out. I was just happy. I was like, do my best. So it didn't matter. Uh, I don't know. If it wasn't tic-tac-toe, would I have won? If it was something physical thinking, would it have changed? Uh, who's to look say? Look at you. Who's to say exactly? Yeah. You never know. You said that it was an honor to go against Jody, And yeah. I also believe that it would have been too, because she is incredible. Do you think that she's one of the greatest women of all time to compete on the challenge? You see, I can't really say that because I don't know much about a lot of everybody else. Cause I know yeah. there's been some beasts. I know Laurel's a beast. I've heard Kara yeah. uh, blossomed into a beast. And then mm-hmm. I, you, uh, you were dope. And right. Anissa's a, <laughs> Anissa's a beast <laughs> in her own way as well. So there's a lot mm. of fucking strong people, and I like. I'm just gonna flex the whole interview. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna go get my kettlebell. For real. <laughs> just gonna swing it. That's what you call your muscle, your kettlebell. <laughs> no, I have some back there. I got you. back there. She named her muscle kettlebell. Kettlebell. Her name. Wow. Her name's Bell. Her name's Bell. Wow. <laughs> But uh, oh gosh, the cool thing about these challenges, you get to be around women like that because I, you always become what you're, if you surround yourself with people who are higher than you, you're gonna go up. Yeah. So I wanted to go against somebody that was gonna push me. Like, even if mentally I was gone, at least physically I'm gonna try because I don't wanna look like a punk, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and if you so, lose to somebody great, then you lost to somebody great. It's, it's I would a win-win. Yeah, yeah, 100%, yeah. Um, you were sent home early, obviously, after yeah. Ayana nominated you to go into the arena. Did that move yeah. come off like n- out of nowhere for you or did you have an idea it was happening? I had an I had an idea it was coming. You, know, you ever meet somebody who you, you they're looking for something to be mad at you about? And it kind of like throughout the time we were there, it just felt like she was always looking for something so she could use to like get at me for a reason to come at me. Because before that, we got into a little thing because 
she got really upset because I didn't give her to a degree where I didn't give her a shot. I gave everybody a shot and I didn't offer her. So she wasn't happy about that. So like a physical me. shot of alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. that's so silly. I was, was trying to get a full there was story. A, there was a lot of little petty things that happened that I didn't realize I was making her angry about. And then we squashed it and it was good. Another time it was, I forgot what the other thing she was upset me about. It was just like little things. And I'm like, all right. I was like, next time I'm doing something that I don't realize I'm doing, just let me know. I'll adjust it, you know, just have a conversation. So with the whole thing with the the braids and the hair, it just played out kind of really weird. I was getting upset in the chair because I was trying to explain to her what I wanted in my hair, but she was like, you know how many times people sit in my chair and tell me what it is that they want and I give them what they what they should have and they love it. So she wasn't taking any of my feedback. She was she was kind of doing what she thought I was rather than listening what I wanted and what how I wanted to show myself. And so there was a bit of a conflict there. So I let it rock. And when I let her do, do whatever pattern and it was in my hair, oh, that's what the other thing was. I felt like it was a fucking setup because she did my hair upstairs in the kitchen in the middle of everybody. Everybody was there. So I'm sitting in there getting this braid, not knowing what it is, really upset that I'm not being heard. And everybody's like, oh, this braid is so fly, it's so nice. And I'm sitting here like angry. It's like, now if I don't like this braid, I'm gonna come off as ungrateful and looking like an asshole. So it's kind mm -hmm. of like, I'm stuck. And now I got, and then when I saw the pattern on the side of my head that triggered this thing that happened to me when I was first came to Long Island, which was fucking racist place when I grew up. It just and I had to keep it on my head because all these people are seeing me getting done and I'm I don't want to be ungrateful. It just was like a setup to set up to set up and I was just pissed. And so mm -hmm. I left, I left and I went into my room because you know when you get so angry, you just fucking cry it out. And mm -hmm. so I went to my room just to cry it out and to let it ride because I knew it was something was purging. So I went in my room where nobody was there. And then she comes into the room and is like, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. This has nothing to do with you. I'm just letting something out. I haven't quite figured it out, but she kept pushing and pushing. And then she climbs up to my bunk bed and starts talking to me. And I felt cornered. And I'm like, this is not the moment. I'm in my ship right now, you know? And it started going left. And so afterwards, she was like, getting upset with me because I was being, I was crying so much. So she got off my bunk bed and, and was like, don't you fucking come out there with looking like a mess. You gotta be strong and stuff like that. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Mm -hmm. So when I pulled myself together and I went back in my room, she wasn't talking to me and just shading me. I was like, oh, you know, whatever, I don't have time for this. So then throughout the day, it was just constantly that way, building and building and building. So I had pulled her aside when we found ourselves in this small area where we're doing laundry, where there was no cameras. And I'm like, are we good now? Like, what is this all about? Then she starts going off. Then she starts follow leading me to go back up into the kitchen and yelling at me to so she can be in front of the camera. And I start puffing my chest. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, this is like a, a cat calling the, if you want to, you say I'm doing this for the camera, let's call it spade to spade. Look at what you're doing right now. And I saw her puffing me up, getting the reaction she wanted and leading me to where all the cameras were. And I stopped myself and I was like, no fucking way you're going to get this out of me. So I backed up and I went into my room and I just started crying and then everybody into the business and then it turned into this whole thing. But, wow. you know, mm -hmm. I guess it happened for the reason it should. Oof. And so when the thing happened on the challenge, it wasn't a surprise to me that she would have thrown me on the bus. Did it shock me? Yeah. Was I surprised? No. Some people mm. just always function. I feel like Ayana just always had to live in a survival mode, so she can't help it. It's not her fault. It's just the circumstances.
I mean, you have to take responsibility of those things at one point in your life. You can't weaponize it and use it against people. But if that's just the way you learn to live life, that's just the way you're going to be. And it is what it is. It's just conditioning. So I can't, I'm not even mad at the girl for what she did. She did what she had to do to survive. So how am I going to hate on that? You know, because it's you at the end. And if that's what you needed and you need to do that for your kids and I'm, I'm the step that you needed, then so be it. So you needed it more than I did. Wow. It's so hard getting like triggered on a show because there really is no escape and there's nowhere to go cry. You have cameras in your face. I mean, I've had a moment like that before where Anissa's literally coddled me. And I like my little baby. Yeah. And, and like, it was so important to have somebody around you who can hold you in a moment like that. And so for somebody, I can't even imagine if somebody was prying at me or trying to talk, even if they didn't, you know, who I, I wasn't there and I don't, I don't, you know, there's three sides to every story. So, and this is your side, but like, I can't imagine what it would be like experiencing it on your end. So yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And that's the thing I noticed after the challenge. I know something I have to shift within myself. So I'm a person that people, I, I don't know, people tend to like me. I get along with most people and I'm, mm-hmm. I am who I am, but not a lot of people really get to know me. And it seems like that's how it was all the way growing up. Like I'm good with people. I'm cool with people, but I didn't have friends. And that's how I felt like on this challenge. There were so many things going on that I didn't even realize bonds being made, but none were being made with myself. And, mm-hmm. but, every, but I got along with everyone and I didn't have a friend there. I just had mm-hmm. myself and people who liked me and I liked them. That's it. Yeah. And I thought, I, I wondered if it would have made a difference if I did have a friend that could have my back when I'm like in this shit, you know, cause only you would understand right. you're in it with me, you know, but. Right. Um, yeah. Has but there you, anybody you've stayed in touch with? Cause obviously you, you haven't done a show since battle of the sexes too. And then you yeah. go on for all stars and obviously like, you, there were some relationships built, but like there, are, there are other people in this game who have had relationships and who have done a lot, a lot of shows together. Like, have you kept any of these relationships that you've made on All Stars too? And do you keep in touch with anybody today? I mean, I talk to people from time to time, and when there's events, but uh, not particularly. I reach out to some people, but they never reach out back. So I'm not one to chase people, but like, yeah, eventually yeah. they'll come to me. And that's what I have to stay, just be who I am and just eventually they'll come and see that there's more to me than, like, I'm a lot of fucking fun, but nobody really knows that because it's just what it is. Anissa knows that. New Orleans know. knows that. Hey, shut up your mouth. I honestly don't think. <laughs> no, you are a good time, but you also are like a super sweetheart. And I think that, I don't think, and I don't think you're, I, I feel like you're non-confrontational. This is just my experience with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and sensitive. So like when shit does happen, and people direct their shit towards you. You take offense to that because you're like, yo, bro, wasn't meant like that. Um, I think with there so, being so many personalities in one house. Yeah. It's really hard to not shine. That's not the word I'm looking for, but people can get lost. Like Letarian. Yeah. Like he's a big force, but he doesn't say shit much. But when he does, people kind of like are like, oh, shit, he speaks. You know, but other than that, he doesn't need to be in the center of it, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like you're like that, too. You don't need you don't need this to, you know, for validation or for attention or for whatever. And sometimes, unfortunately, the people that aren't 
in the center of everything kind of just sit on the side and like look at every everything yeah and i don't know why people always want to get to know the people that are the loudest in the room i sometimes just want to go wherever it's quiet and like hang out yeah. with my friend mm-hmm. yeah so there are different ways to approach this but this is it's definitely hard to live in a house with a bunch of different people most definitely and we don't know what's going to upset us and what's not going to upset us and how do we do a bunch of problem solving and whatever when there's all of these other things at play? Yeah. You know, so you try and make the best of it. Yeah. And I wouldn't take, listen, there. You're, I'm sure your life is rich enough that you don't need yeah. 90,000 reality TV friends. That's the, that's the thing. It's like, I know my- you, Two are cool. Two are good. Two's a lot. I know my life is full. I know my life is full and I have beautiful people around. I think sometimes it would be nice to- be good friends with somebody who's, I mean, there's only a small amount of us who understand what it was to, to be on yeah. the show and what that feels like and what that looks like and understands what these things mean. And my friends can understand it to agree, but you don't until you're there, you know? So there's a little bit of comfort in knowing that you get it because you were with there yeah. with me, you know? And so that's nice. No, I get it. So, but I if I don't get it, that's fine. I'm, I'm good with moving and I don't need friends. I don't need them, but you know, it's always, I'm always open to it would be nice. welcome more. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I get it. So I get it. Yeah. It took me 20 years. Well, I have one other friend, but besides that, Tori was like the only other person that I'm super, but it took me a long, it took me a million shows yeah. to find a, to find a diamond in the rough or a hobbit in the field. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want to call her. Cat in a tree. I'll take a hobbit in the field. <laughs> I would I prefer that. that. I would I like totally that. take that. <laughs> That's my vibe. That's definitely my vibe. A goat under the bridge. Yeah. That was my girl. Oh, that's cute. So you find that and Yeah. Find your goat. You know who was like that? Melinda came up out of nowhere and had yeah. my back in a she came out of nowhere and had my back. She's straight up. She's like, anytime you need me by my your side, just come holler at me. I got you. And I, I, I really appreciated that because she came out of her way to do that for me. And I, it's still, it's still, it, God, I'm all teary. It still hits me uh, warm because it was just like, uh, I felt really alone in the house. So for, to, yeah. for that one moment to have somebody have my back, that was real cool. And angels, like, thank you, man. That's all I needed. And then Aww. I moved forward. Sorry. That's. You're a gem. Wow. You're a gem. It's just facts, I, you know, man. It's, it's so interesting, like, watching you on the show. And obviously, I don't know too much about you personally, mm-hmm. um, but was really excited to talk to you. And I'm even more pleasantly surprised by this entire interview. I just think that you are, like, you have a heart of gold. And it's really mm-hmm. beautiful to hear you speak about all of this stuff. And I'm super thankful that you came on and shared it. I mean, it's a lot. And it's heavy. And I'm happy that the experience that you walked away from has been positive and so transformative to the point yeah. where you know, you feel good about it and you've made peace with so much of it. And I think yeah, babe. that's something to be so proud of. Yeah, yeah. it's all right. You know, it's good. There's, <laughs> there's more stuff, you know, a lot of good yeah. things are happening. You know, I, I'm just really appreciative. I'm just, I'm proud. You know, I guess I don't say enough things that I'm proud of myself for. So I have to practice doing that. I'm proud of myself for mm-hmm. la- allowing myself to be every version of myself and hold it and stand by it. Even though sometimes I question it, I, I in the end, I always say I did the right thing. And yes. uh, I'm really grateful for the things that are coming because it seems like every step that I make is, even though it scares the shit out of me, it, but it's the truest to myself, it's been turning out to be even better than I expected. So, and so like, nice. when I tell you, when I saw that email with this podcast, I was surprised and I was so excited. I'm like, 
because at first I was like, oh, you know, maybe I got to start thinking we'll get another chance in this challenge. And this was just what it was. And like, and it started becoming to peace with that. And then it was like, mm -hmm. maybe I'll just, you know, I'll just fade into the back. But then you called and you came and I was just like, what are you talking about, Sophia? That was the old you. This is new me. You know, I felt like yeah. I'll start. <laughs> this is the perfect way to explain All Stars 2 for me. All Stars 2 was the last chapter of the new adventures of old Sophia. So everything mm. from this forward is just Sophia, you know, it's just me. That's nice. So it's just and a lot of positive self-talk. We love that. Yeah. We which, love it. Is it positive self-talk or is it just facts? You know, sometimes it's just stating facts and it just both. happens to be positive. It's just a little bit of both, but giving yourself <laughs> enough credit, like stuff yeah. like that. We just being shit. your own cheerleader, all that shit yeah. is important. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Well, you didn't. You you said that you don't say enough things that you're proud of, and you did mention a few things you were proud of. But what is the most proud thing from your time on All Stars? Most proud thing in my time on All Stars. I asked that kind of backwards, but yeah. I most most proud moment. Most proud no, I moment. got it. <laughs> what are you most proud of? Yeah, there we go. That's the question. I got it. Uh, just being who I was. I didn't let anybody take that away from me. I, I, I was vulnerable when I needed to be vulnerable. I was strong when I needed to be strong. I was whatever I was, wherever I was. And oh, I'm I proud. And I'm proud of myself for that. <laughs> there you go. I love that so much. Well, thank you so much. We have a, a question, yeah. a listener question for you. Oh, from yeah. A fan out there. Mm -hmm. And they Whoa. said, if you weren't on the challenge and you yeah. could be yourself on any reality show, what show would you like to be on? Oh, golly. Um, gosh, I, I just love competition. So anything with competition. I thought once I could do Survivor, but Survivor. I'm, not yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to be with all those bugs, man. That will drive me nuts. You want to see me go from yeah. zero to 100? Just go see me bugs. being bitten up with these bugs. Yeah. Um, I would try The Amazing Race or, mm. yeah, I think I would do something, anything competition-wise. Yeah. I, I love it. I love competing. I do hope I get another chance to it because there's so much crap I want to do and I, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. And we hope we hope to I see do you Survivor with a net on my body. You do it? Yeah. I probably macro. No, I'm just kidding. I probably could do it though. Dude, I would try to find some palms and make a net for myself because I'm not even trying to have it. But I think yeah. I could do Survivor. I don't know if I could do Big Brother. I don't haven't watched it enough to see if I could survive that. But amazing yeah, race for yeah. sure. Nine nine days in a house with no windows is weird. Uh -uh. It's a little strange. I, might... nope. I want to be a housewife just to pretend. Oh my god, I want to be a friend of a housewife who gets invited on the vacation. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to be there the whole time. I want to be a housewife that then gets divorced. I just need to be there for one or two, wear a gown, yeah, and then leave. Yeah, that's a, that's all. That's a good question, Tori. I haven't even thought about that. So you threw me off yeah. off guard with that one. <laughs> well, it wasn't for me. No, it was I would, is there a competition where you have somebody is like, all right, it's like a diamond in the rough kind of thing. It's like, all right, this is me and you. We're going to make it. You know, it's like, uh, I guess that's what uh, Fresh Meat was, wasn't that? Somebody get. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like picking. It was like a vet picking. A, yeah. A, a rookie person. A, yeah. a little protege. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah, that would that would be a cool one to do, too. Yeah, there's so many there's so many cool things out there. And honestly, I hope that we get to see you on another show. In yeah. some form or some way, whether it be the Amazing Race, Survivor, or anything without bugs. <laughs> I mean, I'll deal with the bugs. It or is what no, it is. I or the no bug show. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. seriously doubt that. But yeah. <laughs> you know, I do. I can't wait to, you know, for me, I'm like, I can't wait to show you my stuff, man. Yeah. 
Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. And how can we, where can we support you? And how can we follow you on Instagram? What is your Instagram handle? Um, As of right now, my Instagram is day under day la sof day underscore la underscore sof uh i'm not really on twitter because i honestly i don't really know how to use it i'm not very good with social media um but instagram i'm more active on and um i'm gonna start i'm gonna open up another page because after a lot of talking to my friends i think i'm gonna start doing things with photography i suppose oh so that's awesome we'll see how that goes yeah cool well, you got our follow over here and we can't wait to, you know, see what comes up from you in the future. And thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been awesome to hear you speak. Yeah, same here. Thanks for having me, ladies. Yes, of course. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. <laughs> All right, bye, babe. Bye. <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Well, Tori, I don't know about you. I actually do know about you. You're my friend. Mm -hmm. That you will agree that Sophia is a gem, heart of gold, and really happy that she has turned uh, this experience into something life-changing and super positive. A hundred percent. I mean, she took us by surprise immediately when she was like, yeah, it was a groundbreaking experience for me. We were like, what? We were so like, tell I, us so we can write that down in our notes. Yeah, it was incredible. I'm happy that she came on the podcast and she gave us, yeah, she was super vulnerable and that was really awesome. So thank you, Sophia, for coming on the show. Anissa, where yes. can people follow you and send you pictures of love? Oh, great. Whatever that's going to look like. Um, it's Anissa MTV, A-N-E-E-S-A-M-T-V on Instagram. Tori, where can people follow you and slide on in them DMs? Yeah, slide in my Hobbit DMs at Tori underscore deal. And more importantly, if you liked this episode, please rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We love to hear what you guys think. Yes, we would. And we will see you back here next Friday for an all-new episode of MTV's official Challenge Podcast.
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 